Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the Bet MGM app. I am Austin Stanley. He is the mustache Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We share the show links uh, on those platforms as well. Uh, Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. With Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. See them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage, better service, better rates. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. So maybe there will be time uh, throughout this morning show where Zach will uh, defend his decision to continue to roll with a mustache. Because defend we're not- my decision? I, I don't need to defend a damn thing. I've been, do you not realize I've had this mustache for like over a month? It's no, not I, anything I know. new. <laughs> what I was going to say is that, yes, it has been well over a month since you officiated your cousin's wedding in Texas and you had the mustache for that. But this is a clean shave everywhere else but the mustache stayed type of decision, which is why I bring that up. But again, maybe we'll t- that might come up at, at some point uh, throughout the next hour or so. But this morning, Adam Schefter put out a report uh, on his Twitter account uh, that included A.J. Brown. And here it is, right? Second round picks that include A.J. Brown, uh, Debo Samuel, and Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin's a third round pick are not expected to participate in their team's on-field off-season programs because they want new contracts at a time this off-season when wide receiver deals have exploded per league sources. So uh, there is Adam Schefter's report on those three wide receivers, two second-round picks in Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown, and then Terry McLaurin of Washington, who's a third-round pick. D.K. Metcalf, not included in this report, who's in the same situation as these three guys as well, as Hunter Renfro, a later round pick uh, with the Raiders, also going into a contract deal, a contract year, looking for a new deal. Uh, but, I mean, I think this is something because the Titans all show up today, right? This is the voluntary team activities for the offseason program. So the key word is here, voluntary. Voluntary OTAs, offseason team activities. Uh, what's your initial thought on the Adam Schefter report there, Zach? Well, obviously, I think it, and we talked about this a little pre-show, this is obviously leaked out to Adam Schefter for a reason, right? There's a strategy behind it, so A.J. Brown doesn't have to put out like a tweet of his own saying, trust the process, I'm not showing up, or something like that, right? And people looking in into it. But, uh, you know, and so with that being said, I understand why they are doing that. They're playing, and we put this in the title, they're playing hardball. They're kind of throwing out that, hey, they, this is what we want. These are our list of our demands. This is the actions that we are going to take based on our demands. All three of us are kind of in sync with where we are and what we've been able to accomplish on the field. We're all second-round picks, and we've always said the team gets value for picking a good second-round pick, but the problem for teams is, if you draft well in the second, third, fourth, fifth rounds and that player explodes into a franchise-changing player, kind of like Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and A.J. Brown have done for their respected franchises, 
you only get four-year contracts. And so now you get disgruntled guys that are, and, and look, I don't think that they're mad at the franchise. They're just disgruntled with their value, what they're being paid as they look around the landscape of the NFL and see, I mean, quarterbacks getting literally, you know, Brinks trucks backed up to their house. The wide receiver market has changed, as Adam Schefter alluded to in his tweet. They feel that they need to get paid now. And and it's not surprising. It's the way the industry goes. But I do think it's funny how they had a minion go out and kind of whisper in Schefter's ear to go tell everybody this is how we feel. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. So I, I did want to read a couple comments here <clears throat> because I, I did see um, uh, Jordan Estrada says, AJ and Debo have the same agent, right? Yes, AJ Brown and Debo Samuel have the same agent who is Tory Dandy from CAA who basically has a monopoly on a lot of big-name wide receivers. Uh, Terry McLaurin is not a Tory Dandy uh, uh, client. Uh, DK Metcalf is a Tory Dandy client from CAA. So here's what I also thought was interesting too, because you talk about Schefter because somebody, Johnny Lee says, does anybody trust Schefter anymore? Oh, I think, uh, again, I think Adam Schefter, uh, you can see right through almost all of his reports on who is sending him these because he tweets this out, right? He tweets out this whole paragraph. That's a massively terrible on, on run on sentence, second round picks and has mistakes. Second round picks that include wide receivers Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, and Terry McLaurin, who is a third round pick, are not expected to participate in their team's on field offseason programs because they want new contracts at a time this offseason when wide receiver deals have exploded per league sources. So Adam Schefter followed this tweet up with As a team leader, Terry McLaurin will still be reporting to the team's offseason program that opens today while his contract situation remains unresolved per source. So as a team leader, sounds like Adam Schefter <laughs> copied and pasted Terry McLaurin's agent tw- text to him uh, to send that to make sure Terry McLaurin doesn't look like a selfish SOB who wants more money. This but is how- where he, this is where he screwed up. He should have said as a third round pick. Yeah. <laughs> That's where like, he team, was wrong. As a team leader, <laughs> like what? No, he was wrong. He called us as the second round pick in the first yeah. tweet. He should have said instead of team leader as a third round pick. <laughs> like you, you're right. I mean, there's mistakes all over the place there. We all know what Schefter is. You know, he's had too many tweets, as we've said, but it is new information and. Austin, at the end of the day, let's kind of wipe away the mistakes yeah. or uh, you know the things maybe fed to him. Yeah. These three guys want new contracts, right? Uh, do you believe that? Yes. Yeah. So then that's the report. That's yeah. why, and we talked about this last week, my mind does not change on Adam Schefter. I don't uh, sit there and say, oh, wow, he's discredited because of maybe some of the mistakes he no, said. I, I, Those I, are, I mean, these are facts, and he's the only guy getting them. Right, no, but I just, I, I used to view Adam Schefter as a as the top-of-the-line, like, reporter of the NFL. Now well, I is. view him. Well, now I view him as a puppet. Like, Adam Schefter is literally a robot puppet that ESPN and the NFL and all the big-name agents use for propaganda. <laughs> like, that is what... That He's is the only one getting it, though. Right, because he is willing to do anything like spread false narratives about domestic violence with a running back from Minnesota because he just gets fed stuff from the agent. He's He is a robot puppet who spreads nonsense 
from agents who want to spread narratives. And he's got 8 million plus followers and $9 million a year in his bank account that allow him to do that. So I can, Adam Schefter can do whatever the hell he wants to do, but I also can criticize him for all those stupid things that he does, like needing follow-up tweets to correct nearly every tweet that he sends out. Well, he, he follows up today. every tweet now, right? Again, he made a mistake. He should have said he was a third-round pick. Yeah, and then what did he do? Leaders. An hour later, it took him an hour to realize it. He says, with A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel drafted in the second round and Terry McLaurin in the third, each player received a four-year contract. So he had to correct himself. So anyway, let's go. Yeah, as Eric says, let's stay on top of guys. I just had to get the Adam Schefter stuff off my chest, but I feel good now. I'm ready to roll. All right, so here's the question for A.J. Brown. AJ Brown's not showing up to the start of Titans offseason activities. Is this a big deal, small deal, or no deal? We're giving you guys the option to react to this however you want. I've seen a lot of comments on our Facebook and Instagram this morning who, who are all over the spectrum. AJ Brown not showing up to the start of Titans offseason activities. This is a big deal, small deal, or no deal. Uh, but first, let me tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in life, you never know what's going to happen. It's always unexpected. always comes at a bad time. So know who to go to. Know where to turn. Boneandjointtn.org. Dozen plus physicians at their facility who specialize in any type of joint injury you could possibly have. And they get the state-of-the-art rehab facility on top of it as well. Boneandjointtn.org. Before I talk about BetMGM, I just saw this go to Twitter. You talk, you talk about Adam Schefter and what he has done. He yeah. just tweeted out more propaganda, and I don't know what this is. Now everybody's doing it. Ian Rappaport says, the Panthers are continuing to do work as they gear up for the pick number six, hosting a few prospects in consideration. The first name, he says, is Sam Howell from UNC. That's not even close. No, and you know what? Well, because that's because he's going to send house for pick 38, not for pick six. <laughs> he said pick six. I, look, Isn't I, that ridiculous? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. Just, I look, I know just, this has been just, off topic, but that he's just foreshadowing Sam Howell's NFL career, but I pick six. <laughs> what? That, that makes no sense. So call out uh, uh, Ian Rappaport, just like we call out Adam Schefter. So all is fair in love and war oh, and yeah. all, all is fair. Sometimes it's fair. Sometimes it's not. You know what's fair? Me feeding uh, Austin Stanley winner profits uh, last night. Ooh, Chris Paul over 14 and a half points. My friend, he dropped 30. He uh, had 14 in like five minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was a good bet. That yeah, was a big was. bet. Uh, so right there, uh, I, I I slid some, some money Austin's way. Over a long NBA playoff weekend, well, he made up over the KD prop that just did not a, a lot of bet. Well, did you take the Draymond? Uh, I did, yes. So there, right there, you go. And winners, under winners. on the pal, pal, <laughs> got under on him too. Yeah, you got pal. Look I, yeah. again. I had a big weekend. I, I won quite a bit of money, which is great. And thank you, BetMGM, uh, for that. They helped me do that, and they can help you. Use promo code ATOZ Sports. But today, because of the NBA playoffs. ATOZ 200, ATOZ 200, $10 money line wager to win $200 when either team hits a three pointer in the NBA. That is for new users. Download the app today. All right. A to Z Sports here live on a Monday. Uh, we're reacting to the Adam Schefter report that we still believe is accurate uh, that AJ Brown, along with Debo Samuel and Terry McLaurin, are not expected to participate in their team's on-field offices and programs because they want new contracts at a time when the wide receiver market has absolutely exploded. 
So here's the question. Is A.J. Brown not showing up to off-season team activities? Is this a big deal, small deal, or no deal? A big deal, small deal, or no deal? Uh, I do want to have Zach roll through the comments to see what everybody's saying here because I went on I went on both. I posted this to our Instagram and Facebook this morning at like 6 a.m. And I, I looked at like 15 minutes later at the comment section of both. And there were like fires being lit on both ends. There were people that saying, AJ, humble yourself, man. You got to show up. And there's also people saying like, no, no. If you want, if AJ wants to do this, don't pay him. Like there's so many people overreacting to this, but I am curious to see what the live chat says. Well, Mike starts the conversation by saying, pay big Jeff. He's earned it. AJ still needs to show his worth in 2022. So, so big Jeff will be paid. But the Titans do not. The Titans are not going to pay somebody before they have to, and so Big Jeff doesn't well, have to be well, paid. What's for, the deal with AJ? They don't have to, exactly. You, you, and and that's what we're about to guess what we're talking about. But like Big Jeff is still another year away because he was a first round pick and has the fifth year option. And Big Jeff's fifth year option because he was nineteenth overall is a bargain for what he would get if he was in the top ten where he might have been drafted without the ACL. And without the the fifth year option, obviously. All right, let's go. AJ Brown not showing up to the start of Titans offseason activities. Big deal, small deal, or no deal. Josh Brown goes small deal. Steven says small deal. No deal from NJ Titans fan. Scott says small deal. No deal from Kyle. Mel says no deal. We have no big deals yet. No big uh, deals. Van says small deal. And Mo, how about Mo? Mo says go. big deal. So we'll get back to Mo. TJ says small. Jake says no deal. Brandon says small deal. Uh, Nika says small to no deal. It's voluntary anyway. Nika, we you got to pick one. Come on, Nika. You, <laughs> you can't just we ride get a, It's a voluntary anyway. The smallest <laughs> yeah. of small deals from Lee. Uh, big no deal from Dustin. Guy says big deal. Jarrell yeah. says small deal. He's still working with Titans team in the offseason. So he's talking about outside of actual workouts. I mean, uh, we don't Yannick's, know. Do we, do we know that for sure? Like, I've I saw. Good lord, I saw Mason Kinsey posting content of him <laughs> catching passes from Ryan Tannehill. I mean, do we know that AJ Brown has been working out with his teammates? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Doesn't uh, mean Steven, he's not. I just haven't seen it. Stephen, Rob, Mike, and Bryce all say no deal. Ethan and Mikey Flex say small deal, along with Titans Kyle. So overall, and there's a ton more comments, you know, Corey comes in there with no deal and Zach comes in small deal. I can't blame him for wanting a similar deal as what he has seen other players around the league get. And Zach brings up the point of kind of what Adam Schefter's report was, is the look at the landscape of the wide receiver position. We've seen Devontae Adams. Right. We've seen Tyree Kill. We've seen, I mean, even out of those, the the young guys, DJ Moore is the youngest out of all of those, and he's gotten paid, right? So is, he, is DJ Moore youngest? No, DJ Moore was drafted a year earlier, though. Yeah, but out of all of the high-paid wide receivers, DJ Moore is the youngest. So right. you have all, you know, De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, all of those guys are 28 to 30. DJ Moore is only 25. Yeah, DJ Moore, uh, not a was he a first round pick? Yes, yes, he was. Yes, and, and Devontae Adams was not, and then he got franchise tag. And so, yeah, Tyreek Hill's been paid now twice. So, anyway, uh, I did want to get this because Jarrell 
uh, did post a follow-up. AJ Brown posted a workout uh, video with Logan Woodside. So thank you for correcting me on that. I just, I guess I just missed that one. And then Christian Kirk got paid ridiculous money that made everything really, really crazy because the Jags screwed that all up. So what's your answer, Zach? So uh, I think I think for me thinking about AJ, I don't think it's a deal for him not showing up. I, you know, the team leader thing, I look into that to say what Adam Schefter said about Terry McCorn is like, are you insinuating that Debo and AJ are no, not? No, here's the difference. Guys? Here's the difference. That Debo and AJ have the same agent, and Terry McLaurin has a different agent. So Terry McLaurin's agent was the one who was up early this morning and tweeted and texted Adam Schefter saying, like, hey man, hey, hey, oh, 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 Terry's a team leader. He's gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't look into that. I will say, I think the correct answer is with the chat. This is not a no deal and it's mm. not a big deal. Mm. It is a small deal. And the small deal is you have, and I use the word disgruntled. I wasn't saying disgruntled with the franchise. He's disgruntled with his pay, right? I mean, you, he's not happy enough with what he is getting paid this year to not come to let's say a workout that he otherwise would because AJ history shows he shows up to these things. He's all in. He loves being a Titan. He loves playing wide receiver. He loves football. He wants to be the best that he can be. He's looking for another one K Netflix, all of that. But this is the first, this is why it's a small deal. This is the first time that he's kind of shown him being disgruntled with his contract situation. Mm -hmm. And now action has, at least we think action. I mean, it's not official because it was Adam Schefter report, but it looks like this is the first move to say, Hey, this is my stance and I'm willing to sit out maybe possibly more time. If right. you do not get with my agent and put a contract, we can both agree on in front of the, in front of us. So you say small deal. I I, I do. Okay. I, I think it's a no deal. I, I don't, <clears throat> this is just the first opportunity that AJ gets to send some type of message to the franchise that he is serious about getting an extension before the season starts. It's just the first chance for him to make a move. It's literally the first chess move on the, on the board. And it's AJ moving upon one spot. It's not that big of a deal. The game's not over. It's not going to get your queen killed. It's just a tiny little move. And that's it. Because it's April 18th. <laughs> like, the, it's tax day. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, but it's April 18th, and the Titans are going to be fine without AJ there for this week and for next week. And nothing really matters right now. And to Cody, who says, team leaders show up to camp, period. One, this is not camp. This is offseason and team activities. But he would have done that if if this was right. – he would have done that. His yes. history shows that he shows up to these. Yes, the, he has showed up the previous two times, right? Because he, he, he couldn't show up before he was drafted. So before his second year, before his third year, A.J. Brown was at these type of things. Absolutely. But he's not right now because he's got something that he wants. To, he has That's a something. Oh, and you I, said it. It's something. Again, I think it's a no deal. Because you can't say it's something. You, I, I, you just it, said it. It's a no deal because the older players get, typically, they don't go to these that much. Cody, who is a massive Alabama fan, Derrick Henry has never gone to these things. He's never shown up to OTAs in April. 
Derek, so is Derek Henry a team leader, Cody? No, 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 no. But he hasn't done this because of a contract dispute. Well, and that because why? Why? Because Derek Henry during his contract negotiations, it was COVID. Nobody showed up to the facility. That's a different look. It's a different circumstance. So we did not get to see what Derek Henry's decision would have been in that situation. But for AJ Brown, it's it's a no deal. It's the first day of voluntary team activities in April, and he's not there. Who gives a whoop? It's it couldn't first- be a no deal, though, if it is the start of something, as you quoted saying. The game is started, but it's not right? a big deal. And so like, that is so. So look, don't let's sweat say, let's being talk about, down. Don't sweat being down to nothing in a basketball game. No, it's look, like that's that's what this is. This is, but hey, two points could at the end of the day could. Yield a win or a loss in the game. So you can't think about it like that. Uh, look, let's talk about the, 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 if AJ Brown really thought this was a no deal, he would have showed up and not said anything. I mean, he really didn't say anything. It was, it was kind of backtracked. And here's the other thing that we don't know, Austin. This could have been Terry McLaurin's agent who leaked this and then just was trying to help his That's client so by throwing Debo and AJ in there. Yeah, it's so stupid. And if AJ thro- if, I mean, do you believe that they will show up or not show up? I uh, no, AJ's not going to be there until he has to. No, the again, I want to get we're going to get into our second conversation about this of like when will AJ show up? Because I don't care about the month of April at St. Thomas Sports Park. It does not matter. There's nothing that's going to happen in April that's going to affect what happens in September, October, November, December, and January. But within a contract dispute, it does mean that it is something. And look, I don't think it's a big deal. Like, hear me out. I don't think it's a big deal. But I I do think that this is a small deal because action has been made. So what is going to happen when mandatory minicamp comes around? Yes. He's kind of already shown what his cards are. Well, he's like, 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 let's throw up what Shefty said. Okay. Look at look at those those the, the the last line because they want new contracts we all know at a that. time that this offseason wide receiver deals have exploded. We all know that. We're going <clears> to <throat> we're going to get to uh this timeline too, but I, I do want to bring this this up too. Um you know, Cody also says that he doesn't deserve top 5 money. I don't think AJ does deserve top 5 money. Uh, Brent says AJ only had 869 yards and five touchdowns last year. Barely went over a thousand in year one and two. He isn't a top 10 wide receiver and doesn't deserve 25 million a year. I mean, that, that, look, this is the great argument about AJ Brown because he's in an offense that is a run the ball 400 times a season, pass the ball a lot less than everybody else. And, but he has been able to break through the 1000 yard miles milestone for a franchise that has struggled to do that because it's so run first with a lot of lack of wide receiver weapons over the last two plus decades. But AJ Brown is by far the best wide receiver they have had since being in the state of Tennessee in 1997. He's also injury prone. He's also had some situations where he hasn't been productive. Zach, there were 17 games uh, last year for the Titans, right? A.J. Brown only had five times, only five times last season. He missed a few games, but only five times last season, he went over 50 yards in a game. Only five times in the regular season, he went over 50 yards a game. So that's a lot of times that A.J. Brown was under 
50 yards in a game. That's Do you blame low. your boy Todd Downing and Ryan I, Tannehill I, for that? Yes, I blame Todd Downing. I blame AJ's health. I blame... Uh, but now AJ's agent can say that. It's your boy Downing. Right? right? It is, it, I, you, you can blame Mike Vrabel for not saying, just give damn, him the damn ball. Like, you can blame everybody. I, I honestly can't blame Tannehill because we've seen that Tannehill throws the ball to AJ. He, Tannehill's okay with throwing the ball to AJ. He's had a, he has lots of targets, but AJ couldn't stay healthy. There was several games he left early, and then he missed several games with multiple injuries, but then just wasn't productive. And Brent says AJ had a lot of drops too. He really just had like one game in against Seattle the second week of the season where he had a lot of drops. The Titans were able to get away with a win. And so all these things are in this AJ Brown conversation of, well, I don't know how much he's worth. So yeah. It is an interesting discussion and negotiation because I don't know what John Robinson's going to do. I'll, I'll and look, I'll correct myself because I was looking at the comments and I I actually agree with Rob, but I will say this. So Rob Smith says Zach, it is not a contract dispute. You are correct, Rob. I, I and so I apologize. I misspoke. He says they're negotiating. I will say this to Rob because he brings up a valid point. But this, if you want to call this the first chess piece, yeah. this is the start of a contract dispute, in my opinion. It, because it can turn regularly, A.J. Brown notoriously has shown up for these. And that's the type of player and person and teammate that A.J. has shown to be. Yes. Now, something has entered the chat, which is, I want a new contract, and it is disrupting something that he would have usually done. So, Rob, as you are correct, this is not a contract dispute, but I would add yet to the end of that sentence because I think this is the first step towards that. And these deals, because, as Schefter alluded to, because the wide receiver space is so unique this year and contracts are getting dished out where – Guys are getting paid $28-30 million a year. And A.J. Brown believes that, you know, and look, Terry McCormick and Debo Samuel himself. Debo's agent out of the three agents, no, well, there's or two, two agents, agents <laughs> he has the most power because Debo does more things than Terry McCormick and, and, and A.J. Brown combined. I mean, he just does. That's yeah. just the setup of, of how they use Debo. So, I, I think this could be the start, and that's why I said this is a small deal because this is trending. If they can't get on the same page, now all of a sudden mandatory minicamps roll around and you got yeah. big de decisions to make well, if you're A.J. We'll, Brown. We'll talk about that here in a second, but you added on about this. not a dispute yet. It's a negotiation. I will say this. All the things I said that, that might be viewed as negative about A.J., or he only had five games over 50 yards receiving last season. I, I, A.J. Brown will be extended by the Titans. A.J. Brown should be extended by the Titans. They should pay him. All those things I was mentioning are just the nuances of how much total, what's the guarantee, what's the duration of it, all of the detail. Uh, but A.J. Brown should absolutely be paid. Uh, by the Titans. So let's yeah, switch. Well, and look, you and I and everybody in this damn chat believe that. Yeah. I mean, that that is not something that we are sitting here saying that, oh man, I, I definitely think the Titans need to, you know, rethink this. No, that's not what we're saying. We all believe that he should be paid. But the big part is as the general manager, 
at what price, at what value, yeah. and how long, that that does big things in the structure of what your offense is moving forward with your number one wide receiver. Yep, no doubt. And, you know, Chad brings up something that's, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's not completely wrong. There's a lot of fast wide receivers in this draft. Some might have better upside than him. Look, A.J. Brown's a stud in the NFL. You've got three years of proving that he's a stud in the NFL. Zero years of proving any of these guys in the draft are studs in the NFL. But yeah, the college game continues to spit out a lot of really, really talented wide receivers. So there's going to be options to add to the group. And and Jerry says they should pay him, but not overpay him. That's exactly what the Titans are trying to do. But yeah, AJ but Brown's that? saying that's I need to be overpaid because here's the fact of the matter: we we all believe in Derrick Henry still. At least I do. I can only speak for myself. So I still believe in Derrick Henry in 2022. But the real question is: Are we going to believe more in AJ Brown than Derrick Henry in 2024? Yeah, right. But Derek Henry, you have to think about these things. Derek Henry, contracts. 2024 is too far away. It's 2023, 2022. That's, I mean, you can actually have those questions now. Well, no, I say 2024 is because that's when the rubber meets the road when you have to make a decision on Derek Henry because he's either going to walk or again, I think that's too late. I think you're talking a year too late. I think there's a big decision next offseason, a year no, from no, now. But no, you've already made your decision, right? Like, the A.J. Brown's decision is obviously now. So you have got to find out who you're going to pony up the dollars for, and are you going to go back to, God, you hope not, you know, the Bishop Sankey running back by committee uh, <laughs> philosophy instead of getting your bell cow back. Now, Derrick Henry is unique to the circumstance. There's only about five teams in the NFL that really have their premier back that they hand the ball off to consistently. But it's worked so far for the Tennessee Titans because they have the best one. You just got to think in the future if you're John Robinson. That's what makes general managing so difficult is you, 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 you have your window. How do you extend your window? How do you make sure that the door doesn't close very quickly? Like mm -hmm. Seattle, Seattle's door has closed so quickly in the blink of an eye that you wake up and you're like, wow, the Seahawks blow. They're right. not good. Right. No, for sure. You can't have that happen to Tennessee. Right. All right, let's go ahead and ask this next question, Zach, because I do find this intriguing uh, for conversation. Simple question, but might be more complicated than I'm thinking it is. Will A.J. Brown show up to work before the Titans give him a new contract? Will A.J. Brown show up to work before the Titans give him a new contract? But first, Zach, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where you need to go to look for a new health plan. And if you have a health plan now, maybe reevaluate it. They've got better coverage, better rates, and better service at Farm Bureau Health Plans. I am reaping the benefits based on 2022. Look, I rechanged my health plan, and I love that I did. I save 20% every single month out of my bank account than my previous health plan. It also gives me better coverage than my previous health plan. If you're in the state of Tennessee, they've got over 200 locations. They're great people. Austin and I have met with the CEO and the marketing director of uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans. They're good people. They care about their clients, and they're well-run. That's another reason why I, I love endorsing 
fbhp.com. When I went through the process, and you know me, if you watch this show, I'm going to ask you about a billion questions. If you're asking me questions, best believe I'm asking you questions. And they answered all of my questions. That's the cold hard facts. So you can ask as many questions as you want. FBHP.com slash A to Z. Recheck your health plan today with FBHP.com slash A to Z. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Zach, I'll be texting you after the show for your player props tonight in the NBA playoffs. Uh, so I'll give you some time to get that in there. You might well, what are you, wait, 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 time out. What are you yeah. going to give to me? Let, wait, this got to be an exchange. I, I if did, I'm giving I, you winners, how, what, are you going to dish me some winners? Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I offered up Grizzlies first half on Saturday and, <laughs> and it didn't hit. Look, it didn't hit. I, I did offer up Sixers as well. And that hit. Uh, so I, I've got some thoughts tonight on, on the game. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Just, I know you're the player prop guy and I know to follow your player props. Well, I look for a handshake takes two hands. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, the, but, uh, but you guys can download the uh, Benji map. Use our code ATOZ 200. That's ATOZ 200. You place a $10 money line wager on any game tonight in the NBA playoffs. And you get $200 when either team in that game hits a three point shot easy enough with code ATOZ 200 when you download the BetMGM app today. So, Zach, the question is, will A.J. Brown show up to work without the Titans giving him a new contract? Uh, this is a, a very open-ended conversation, but it's also yes or no. But I find it interesting because mandatory minicamps is around mid-early June, right? So... There is no actual like meaningful deadline until early to mid June with a mandatory minicamp for the Titans. So that would be the first time that AJ Brown would lose money if he doesn't show up. We go back to what's that uh, date again? Uh, it's not set yet, but it's usually early June, right? So they have OTAs right now in April. They have a couple weekends of OTAs throughout May. The rookies will have a mini camp after the draft. And then the first mandatory mini camp will be a three-day period in somewhere early to mid-June. That's the first mandatory event that will be there. So let's go back to the summer of 2018, right? The summer of 2018 when Taylor Lewan was entering the last year of his contract and did not have an extension yet. Lawan wanted to be the highest paid left tackle. We all know that he became the highest paid left tackle in later July, but he was fined 84,000 plus dollars for missing those three mandatory minicamp dates in June. So again, this was from June 12th. Uh, so that's around that time uh, when the min minicamp will be where Lawan was fined 84,000 plus dollars for missing three days of work. So will AJ Brown show up before the Titans extend him? Look, looking at the chat, I mean, a lot of people are saying no. Uh, there's some yes in there, so I don't want to discredit that. And Derek says, I hope not. He's good as gone if he doesn't get the deal by that, July. That's a ridiculous take. That's that the most ridiculous good comment I think we've had today. What? That, that's Derek. Derek. Derek spends spend too much time in Jets Twitter. <laughs> uh, here, I answer the last question first. What do you think? So I think the interesting th thing here is, one, 
Lawan was the 11th overall pick. He had more money at this point in his career than AJ does right now. Well, yeah, I mean, he was negotiating a contract to be the highest paid lineman in the NFL. It's a completely AJ, different dollar. AJ's deal is going to be bigger than that, though. <laughs> That's you well, know, like, in, Inflation. Yes. Uh, we won't get on that again. Yeah. But still, um, to Lawan, at that point, 84 grand was like nothing. He didn't get, he didn't care. It was, it was worth it to him in the negotiation to get the deal done on time. So my answer is no, I don't think AJ Brown will show up until he has a contract extension. I I think AJ Brown will, if he does not have a contract, will miss all the OTAs throughout May. He'll miss the mandatory mini camp in June. And we're going to have this conversation just after the 4th of July. We'll be, we'll be talking about what is AJ Brown going to do as they approach report day for training camp. So don't you think him not showing up uh, is a small deal? If you believe that him, him, it should be a small deal. If this is the start of something that you will believe happens, this is a small deal. It ain't no, no deal. But again, I don't think AJ missing mandatory mini camp in June means anything either. You don't think that that means anything? No. No, I just, for AJ Brown. Yeah, no. I, I think AJ is fine. It depends on what the Titans are willing to do. The, here, here's the biggest thing. The whole discussion, the one piece of information that is most important that we do not know is what does AJ Brown believe his value is to this franchise? It's not what the Titans think his value is. It's what AJ Brown thinks his value is. And his value is is based through the glasses or lenses of the rest of the NFL wide receiver group. And that group is getting paid big bucks. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I, it, that is why all of this is very difficult to answer. Cause I don't know what AJ Brown thinks now, based on us kind of knowing who AJ Brown is, he thinks he's the best wide receiver in the league, which I love that mentality. It, that's a mindset, right? Now, AJ is humble in the sense he always can get better, but he believes in his talents and his skills above everybody else. That's called confidence, folks. Yes. I respect it. What's the point? But the point is, is that I don't know what he, if he believes he's a $30 million man, then it changes everything, right? If he believes he needs to be the third highest paid uh, wide receiver in the league or here, Austin, back to my point earlier. If A.J. Brown believes that the Titans need to start phasing out of Derrick Henry as the face of the franchise and start phasing into A.J. Brown, the face of the franchise, then he deserves a lot more money right now because he's not going to get a chance to renegotiate for the next several years when he actually is the face of the franchise. And Austin, you've talked about it. I've talked about it. Don't we both believe that the offense is kind of archaic. Now, you've had to do that because you've had the best running back in the league. Yeah, but you but also you need have Todd Downing holding you back. You need to start waving off the dust of the dinosaur bones and start playing football with the rest of the AFC. That's why Tim Kelly was hired, was to help further develop the schemes. I mean, that's literally what he's doing. He's he's helping to pass concepts. Like that's what that's part of his job. If Tim Kelly is so damn important, they would have fired Tom Downing and hired him. So I, I like I want to make that very clear. Everybody who thinks that Tim Kelly's coming in and being the savior, I, I I am out on that. This will 
Will he help? Maybe. Who is, who is nobody? Why are you, I didn't say he's going to be the savior. Oh, oh uh, you, you kind of insinuated, no, but I, I know not. a lot of Titans I fans. I do, I do think I know a lot of Titans fans who believe that. Okay. Well, well, one, I did not say or insinuate that Tim Kelly's the savior of the offense. I did say that he is, his job was to come in here to help further develop the past concepts. That's why he was hired as passing game coordinator. Right, but that's what that person if does. He's so, but I and I stand by this. If he was so damn good, they would have hired him as offensive coordinator and fired Todd, they, Todd Downing. Nick, they, I mean, one, they tried to hire Tim Kelly as offensive coordinator before hiring Todd Downing, but the Texans blocked it. Two, we know Vrabel doesn't want to admit that he hired somebody who's bad, and so he brings on somebody that can also help that person be better. So, uh, you know, it's it's hard because I I, I think I have to agree with what. You, how you answered the question is that he will hold out until he gets paid, but that's not an AJ Brown lack of want, right? No. I think he wants to be there. He wants to practice with his teammates, but you have to kind of hold the franchise foot to the fire to make sure that they realize that, as we said in the title, we're, they're playing hardball. If you're not showing up to things, then you're, you mean business. And so, I, and But the Titans have gone on record. I mean, look, I, I think Mike Vrabel said this. He wants A.J. Brown, as long as he's head coach, he wants A.J. Brown to be on his roster. And John Robinson said that multiple times this offseason, too. And, you know, Debo, as I've said, Debo has a lot to do with this conversation because Debo sets the bar with all the things of how they use him. And, yes, I've seen the chat. That is scheme, but... You know who doesn't give a damn about scheme? It's the agent. The agent says, look, you use my client, talking about Debo, in every way possible. He needs to be paid in every way possible. A.J. Brown doesn't have that luxury because they don't use him the same thing. He actually kind of has the same, the opposite. And as we mentioned, he's had injury problems. So I don't know what the number is, but I do think that if this is the first chess piece, that's why it's a small deal, it will continue to be they'll they'll continue to play chess. Yeah, that, again, that's why the AJ Brown situation is a hard negotiation. It is a hard thing to figure out what his actual value is compared to the rest of the other NFL wide receivers who are getting a lot of targets. Like, just look at just listen to how many freaking targets some of these guys are getting. I'm not even going to name Cooper Cup because he's got 22 more targets than anybody else. But Devontae Adams had 169. Uh, I'm going to sort by targets here. Nice. Yeah, 169. Uh, you had uh, also uh, Deontay Johnson the, from the freaking Steelers had 169 targets. Justin Jefferson, 167. Stephon Diggs, 164. DJ Moore, 163. Tyreek Hill, 159. Keenan Allen, 157. Mark Andrews, a freaking tight end at 153. And Marquise Brown, his teammate at 146. Hell, the Ravens are throwing the ball to multiple guys. And the Titans can't, like, where is A.J. Brown on this? Like he missed a lot of games, right? But like I'm scrolling, scrolling. I gotta go. I gotta load the next page before we get to AJ Brown's freaking targets. Like they gotta be able to throw him the ball. He had there he is, 105. Right, he is right above Devonte Smith and right there with Chase Claypool. So the Titans have to figure out what they want AJ Brown to be for their offense, and then utilize him, and then 
AJ's got to stay healthy to be able to go out there and rack up all these targets to, to make up for what the Titans are going to pay. Well, they're in a tough spot, Austin, because if you have Derrick Henry and you don't know how long Derrick Henry's going to be king, right? You assume he will be king next year. That's going to prevent you from increasing his targets, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, health, health is the caveat to this. If AJ Brown stayed healthy for all 17 games, he's not on page two. He's on page one, right? I mean, I don't know, man, because there's still like, there are still games where AJ Brown. Now here's the weird nuance of this. AJ Brown just had six targets against the Jags, but the Jack, the Titans blew him out, right? He had five targets against the Dolphins, but they blew them out too. Uh, against the Chiefs, he had nine targets, but they blew him out. And he was a part of that blowout. It's, there are some games, uh, the Saints, is that's, that's when he got hurt. And he only had four targets. There are some games where A.J. Brown has low target numbers because the Titans have started a blowout without A.J. Brown. It's you want to see them, if they're going to pay him $22-plus million a year, then he's going to be a part of more of those blowouts. But let's talk about two games in particular in particular where A.J. Brown was a massive success to get them back into the 49ers game on Thursday night. That was an A.J. Brown game. Uh, the Cincinnati targets. Bengals in the playoffs. The reason Nine why targets. they had an opportunity. As, well, let me as, speak. Let me speak. The reason why Ryan Tannehill with two minutes to go had an opportunity to go down there and win that game was because he had 140 plus yards receiving and, and Tannehill, look, he helped do that. But that was A.J. Brown. Those are two massive games to either one, get them in position to have the number one seed in the AFC or go win a playoff game was because of A.J. Brown. So he's shown his value before. We know what he can do for the team. It's what do the Titans, what are they willing to pay him, right? I mean, right. I don't know. I like. And, and again, I'll say it. Only five times in the regular season last year, A.J. Brown had over 50 yards. Only five times. Those games were against the Chiefs for 133. Against at Indy when uh, Henry got hurt, 155. That San Francisco game, you mentioned 145. And, oh, he also had 91 against Buffalo. And then uh, the last game of the season in Houston, 68. Right? Only five times in the regular season he had over 50 yards. 50 yards is nothing in a game for a wide receiver like this. Well, especially if you look at all those top wide receivers with targets, starting with Cooper yeah. cup, how many 50 plus yard games did all those wide receivers have? I mean, so many more. That's just, yep. that's how the structure, of it. but it's because Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry will continue to hold back AJ Brown's targets. It's the structure of the offense. And I have to say this. And I, because I look, I, I hope, Tim Kelly, just like every other Titans fan, comes in here and improves the offense. Now, will it? I, I don't know. But Mr. Clean brings up, hopefully Tim Kelly does what Jim Schwartz did for the Titans on defense. Guys, the reason why the defense improved was, and look, I'll, I'll sprinkle a little bit of Shane Bowen in there for finally getting some control and not having, mm -hmm. you know, the, the teacher prevent the substitute from actually spreading their wings, right? It was because they changed players on defense, guys. They got new players. Well, let's also let's also remember this with the Jim Schwartz thing. Jim Schwartz's title is senior defensive assistant. That's as vague as it could possibly be. Nobody knows what Jim Schwartz actually does. 
Tim Kelly was hired with a title, was passing game coordinator. So I, I think you should look at those two guys and say, Tim Kelly's got more responsibility than Jim Schwartz. Maybe. I mean, we, we, we don't know until in, in the Passing game coordinator to senior defensive assistant? Who, who, who has the final say? Both Bowen and Downing do. But again, like, right? Jim, right. But <laughs> again, I don't know what Jim Schwartz does. Tim Kelly has been hired to be the passing game coordinator. That tells me that there's more to it than what senior defensive assistant means. As long as it increases the production of Ryan Tannehill, that's all that matters. Ryan yeah. Tannehill has got to go back to 2020 Tannehill, not 2021 Tannehill. Yeah, and also uh, uh, props to somebody. Uh, Roy says Derek didn't play that many games last year. So uh, you can go back to the games that Henry missed. Well, neither did AJ, you know, like well, you know, based on first, his previous years. The first game without Henry, AJ Brown had 11 targets against the Rams. Problem was, he only had 42 yards on 11 targets. That's not good, Bob. Uh, then he only had one target the next week against the Saints. Got hurt. Came, uh, actually, no, that was just, no, he didn't get hurt. He only had oh, four targets. One catch, four targets. Ugh, gross. Right? Uh, then, uh, against Houston, that's where he got hurt. Yeah. And then he missed a month. Came back and had 16 targets in the win over San Francisco. Five targets against Miami in a blowout. And then six targets and a touchdown against the Texans before going off in the playoff game. So, when he came back from that injury, he was good. He was really good. And the problem is that he keeps getting hurt. Here, because this is April 18th, this is the start of everything. Schefter kind of blew some things up. And the reason why we're doing the show the way that we're doing the show was because of this, right? Saying that not expected to participate on their team's on field offseason programs because they want new contracts. Because of that tweet, I will say this I believe AJ Brown will be the first out of those three wide receivers to get a deal. That's my prediction. Okay. I just I'm sticking uh, to that. Fair. Okay. Um, I also just thought of something too as I was going through the game log. AJ Brown was only only finished in one of the Titans' five losses. The Titans lost to the Cardinals in week one. AJ Brown played the full game, right? He was only a part of one other loss. It was when he got hurt against the Texans and couldn't play in the second half. But in every other game that AJ played in, the Titans won. Because they lost to the Steelers. They lost to uh, the Patriots. And then who else did they lose to that I'm missing out? Jets. The Jets. And he lost. Look, so all teams that were kind of beatable, especially the Jets. But (laughs) Yeah. But AJ, and they lost. I mean, think about that, though. AJ Brown only finished in one of the Titans' losses. And that part of the reason why they lost those other four games is because they couldn't have, they didn't have A.J. Brown to go to. And what do we say about game one openers, right? It can go a a hundred different ways. Yeah, yeah. Now, usually really good teams beat really bad teams, but in the NFL, there's a lot of middle, right? And I think we saw that. And Brent brings up the Bengals, like obviously the the playoff loss, I guess. But, but, uh, I was talking about the regular season. So when the when AJ Brown finished a game, the Titans really won that outside of week one. So that is something, right? That that showed that's 
if I'm AJ Brown's agent, Tory Dandy, that's where I'm going to the table with. When AJ Brown finishes a game, they usually win. We're now they in started agreement, Austin. We huh? both believe that this team, this offense, should start hitching their wagon to AJ Brown in the next several years. And you know, for lack of a better term, distancing themselves from being a Henry heavy offense. Yeah. It's the only way you're going to be able to compete with just, you're not going to be able to compete within that Bills Chiefs playoff game. You won't be able to do it. <laughs> it won't turn into that game. But that's, but Joe Burrow can compete in that game. Justin Herbert can compete in that game. Russell Wilson can compete in that game. They've just done it before. We really haven't seen Ryan Tannehill. I mean, the biggest shootout that he had was a couple of years ago against the Chiefs at home, right? When Kalu came in there and blocked the field goal and the Titans won. That was a shootout. Mm -hmm. I mean, there off the top, other, huh? There have been some other shootouts where Tannehill's played well. You got to be able to do that. And yeah. it's not controlling the clock with Derrick Henry all the time. Sure. All right. Time to uh, wrap up this Monday with a would you rather. I have no idea. Would Zach, would you say that human beings cannot do either of these things that we're about to propose? I don't believe so. Okay. I know one of them you cannot do, but the other one, I, maybe. maybe there is a person in this world that can do this. All right. Would you rather coming up, but first tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. That is WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Look at their inventory. Go online, whether it's the Palisade, whether it's the Sonata, the Elantra, the Ionic, which is their electric car. Gas prices are going up, so you need fuel efficiency. Wilson County Hyundai has you covered. I-40, quick trip, down I-40, exit 236. Go to WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Payne Bone, who owns, family-owned and operated, this dealership, they've got better prices than the regular dealers right here in Nashville. I promise you. You can check them out. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Go get you a nice ride today. Real quick, this is easy. Download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ200. You make your first deposit. You put a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game tonight, and you win 200 bucks when a single three-point shot is made in that game. Really easy. Regardless of your money line uh, wager outcome, that's how you do it right there. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. Uh, pro all promotions are subject to qualification and eligible requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Uh, free bets expiring seven days from issuance. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. Zach, it is time for Would You Rather? What do you have for us today? All right, today, this is unique. I, I've got to redeem myself. Would yeah. you rather, coming your way with this question, would you rather be able to talk with animals or speak all foreign languages? Mm. So I think this is a good one. Mm. Would you rather be able to talk with animals or speak all foreign language? I, I don't think that there's a person or a human being out there that can speak all foreign languages, but I don't know that as fact. I would say there's got to be some scholar out there who can do it to a certain level, right? Yeah. Somebody with a photographic memory that could study languages. I don't know. <sighs> but I this think this is, is a, we're going to put it to the chat. Would you rather be able to talk with animals or speak all foreign languages? 
I think I'm gonna go with animals, man. Well, Brian, Bryce says talk to animals. People suck. Yeah, that. I I think it's animals because that is where more miscommunication can harm you. <laughs> like if you can speak with any animal, then you can communicate for safety because animals are also scared of humans. So if you can just speak with that lion and say, Hey man, what's going on? Are you having a good day? I'm just here to chill. And should I watch you do you? We good. And the lion says, sounds great. Then you're good. Then you can just observe the lion in his natural habitat. I have a counter to this. I think it's good. I mean, I and, and plus I, I want to, I, I, I think probably tw- once every other week of like, what would my dog's voices sound like there? And that, that is, I knew that was going to be brought up because yeah. Yeah. I do feel the same way in that instance. I would like to know. I mean, I can communicate with Tux pretty well. I mean, well, yeah, but because you, you created your own language. Yes. You and Tux. Yeah. I mean, he, he's sharp but being able to actually speak to him is a whole nother deal right Right. so let's go to the chat and then dive a little deeper into this uh eric says animals chad says all foreign languages g-man says animals mark says animals scott says animals lou man says animals jarell says speak with foreign languages animals from lucas uh Jeff says, uh, talk to animals, hands down. You can get an interpreter or use Google Translate. It's just a little different if yeah, you're able like, to. But I also think, because like people, look, there's a lot of people who travel a bunch. I think there's a couple of things that go into this because Jarrell says he didn't have pets and he sure that weighs into his answer. Like, I don't travel that much to other countries. So therefore, speaking other languages doesn't impact my daily life as much as being able to stop. But now talking. it can that's that so here's, yeah, but, here's my but, answer but i also say this not being able to speak foreign languages is not stopping me from traveling to another country it's but, time <laughs> well it is preventing it's it is preventing yeah no, no i disagree no, it no, is preventing time, you from going to certain destinations no time is stopping me from that having the ability to and flexibility to do that is stop me from traveling to other countries where they speak other languages i i can People go to other languages or other countries where they can't speak the language all the time. You can get by. Now, are there other- this is not about getting by, right? This is feeling comfort. So my answer is being able to speak all foreign languages because I think that that opens up a world map for myself to travel and do. And really now the world is literally my oyster. And here's the thing with animals. Animals, notoriously, they not don't have the brain capacity. So- also, you're talking about lion saying, I'm okay, cool, bro. The lion, what if he's just like neat, hungry, yeah, hungry, I know like, and I know right? that to not get out of my vehicle, but, but <laughs> and what now, are you going to be put in those situations, well, right? Strike so you're also saying, asked, no, how let, often let, you let, let me say this. Let me say this. Yeah. How often are you going to run into a lion? You're the saying lion you don't travel to foreign countries. Thing. Your ass ain't going to cross a lion. Zach, I, I see squirrels and chipmunks and birds and uh, other dogs and other cats. I see those every day. Yeah, I don't need to speak to a squirrel. <laughs> I don't need to speak to a chipmunk. That, that, that does not affect me whatsoever. But being able to speak and communicate to an actual person in, I don't know, Tanzania or I don't know, Argentina, you go to Spain, you can go to France, you can go, don't go to Russia. You know, you can go to, you can go anywhere and be able to communicate with ease. 
That makes the most sense. Paul says, no, Austin, COVID and inflation has stopped you from going to different countries. No, it's just time. I barely have time to go to the damn beach six hours away. Like, right, let alone, like, go to other countries. But you can, I mean, you can make time. That's a, that, that's a more of a, a you thing. But I, I just think for, for animals, you're just not going to use it that often. You I can now speak it. fluent Spanish, bro. Would, like, you can now, I mean, that's huge. Zach, I mean, I disagree. I would speak to animals more often than other people in different languages. Absolutely. But what's you just, the you just said you, I, you'd speak to your dog and you guys get along you, the, the, your two dogs, you get along just fine. Well, yeah, but I would love to take that further and I would love to be able to have deep conversations about what Sophie and Bella feel. My, my whole thing was I, I want to know how Tux would sound, but I also don't want him to like, I have this old perception of what he would sound like. I don't want him to sound like, Hey, Hey, how, how's it going? Like he talks like Mickey mouse. That would be brutal. I'm like, bro, Tux, be quiet, man. Like, <laughs> like, I, so I kind of like the way that it is. It just opens up the world. I'm going languages. Uh, it's animals for me. I mean, there's more opportunity for me to speak to animals than oh, other. Brad brings up that you can now watch Telemundo. I, I don't you, need to watch Telemundo. You haven't been able to. You don't know if you if you like it or not. Uh, I, I don't need Telemundo. You don't know if you need Telemundo. <laughs> no, see, now, now people are saying uh, that <clears throat> A to Z could really expand if you had knew every language. A to Z birds won't make you much money. Well, <laughs> I wonder if Ethan is a uh, birds or robots person or not. Uh, but also, look, we just hire people <laughs> to just speak those. But now me and Mauricio can do a show together. Well, you can still do a show together because Mauricio can speak English. <laughs> yeah, right. But now we, but it can be a Spanish, all Spanish show. Yeah, no. It, I, I'm talking to animals all day long. All day long. That's what I'm doing. I'll take Telemundo. That's fine. You can have Telemundo and I'll hang out with Tux and tell, I won't tell you what Tux hey, tells Hey, hey, Austin, how you doing? <laughs> I'll just learn all of Tux's secrets and not tell you any of them. I also think, you know, Tux's half Boston Terrier, like, what if he spoken like a Boston accent? He's just like, he was real hard on the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. All right, guys. I hope everybody has a great uh, rest of your Monday. Buck Rising Live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, a to Z sports.com for tons of written content and A to Z sports podcast network for podcasts that come out basically every day of the week. And we'll see you guys on a Tuesday morning. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Adios.